Did you know that Game Pass or Pass is brought to you for free because of Spotify for podcasters? It's a totally free platform and you can make a podcast today for free. Spotify for podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else that podcasts are heard. And if you think about taking your podcast to the next level with a video podcast, Spotify can help you too. With Spotify for podcasters, you can also earn money in a variety of ways that includes ads and podcast subscriptions. So what are you waiting for? Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to Spotify.com slash podcast to get started right now. time for a very infested edition of game pass or pass the podcast where we play games on microsoft's game pass service tell you which games to pass into your friends which games to light that torch and and get away from the rats or something like that i am Corey. i am joined by i got nothing the the rat controller himself i believe that's a dc like that, that, that sounds that's a dc character isn't it isn't he just the rat king is that that was he What's the girl's name in Suicide Squad? Someone text us and let us know. I'm not looking this up. <laughs> I saw that movie and I I liked it. I just I couldn't tell you a thing about it. The 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 giants the giant starfish kind of freaked me out. I'm not gonna lie, I, it it moved in a way that made me feel very unsettled. Very gelatinous. Unsettled. Yeah, it was. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't. Wasn't that that movie looked incredible? I'll tell you that. So, but calling someone like the controller of rats like that. That that sounds way more hurtful. Than I, I think it sounds pretty badass, actually. Like, okay, like I mean, okay. like you control some rats, you can do some damage, as we've seen in this game. Yeah, like, and what's that? Willard, Wilbur, Willard. When you talk to the dog. No, 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 no. There's 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 the movie where the dude controls the rats. Suicide it, Squad. It, it was George. No, no, no. It was it was George McFly, whoever that actor is, and he, it's, it's Willard, isn't it? I'm looking this up. Willis is, is, is a show about a dog. Well, yeah, no, 1971 American horror, horror film. They control rats? Bruce Davison stars as social misfit Willard Stiles, who is squeezed out of the company started by his deceased father. Did I make up the rat part? Let me you look absolutely did. No, There's no rat in that movie. Yeah, no, there, yes, there is. There Crispin is. Crispin Glover. There is right there in the front. Willard, yes. Yeah, Anyways, right. that is not, I guess it kind of pertains so to So let's talk about talking. Willard the movie. All right, let's do it. I'm, I almost said Willard. Playtale Requiem. Uh, let's talk about the details. Far across the sea, an island calls. Embark on a heart-trending journey into a brutal, breathtaking world twisted by supernatural forces. After escaping their devastated homeland, I I already forgot her name. Amicia. Amicia and Hugo travel far south to new regions and vibrant cities. There, they attempt to start a new life and control Hugo's curse. But when Hugo's power reawakens, death and destruction return in a flood of devouring rats. Forced to flee once more, the siblings place their hopes in a pro- prophesized island that may hold the key to saving Hugo. This, I can't do it. 
I took a drink right before this and it wasn't enough. Discover the cost of saving those you love in a desperate struggle for survival. Strike from the shadows or unleash hell. Overcome foes and challenges with a variety of weapons, tools, and unearthly powers. Available on PC, Xbox Series X and S. Uh, again, a next gen only. Uh, does also support uh, Dolby Atmos and DTSX on the console side. Um, you can get that on the PC with Dolby Atmos. Does have a uh, two different performance modes on the Series X. If you uh, have a 120 hertz screen, it will run at uh, 1440p. One, well, it's it's 4K quote, but it is uh, dynamic at 40 frames per second. And if you are on uh, 30 frames per second, or I'm sorry, a 60 hertz refresh rate, you'll get 30 frames per second. Um, so that's one of those weird things. And it does also support VRR, but obviously you can play on PC. PC also does have DLSS support for you NVIDIA folks out there. Uh, this one's crippling some PCs, I heard, though. It's a very CPU-heavy game. Um, I did not play it on PC, but that is what I've seen, what I've heard. And uh, regularly priced at $49.99. A Plague Tale Requiem. Let's talk about it. Uh, <clears throat> this is Willard and his friend Ben. Ben will do anything for Willard. There's also a remake that came out 2003. So put that on your list, guys. So a Plague Tale Requiem is a sequel. Um, <laughs> and we did not like the first game. I don't remember and, um, liking the first game. Well, I don't remember hating the first game either, though. So I don't want to. Yeah, like we, we, we came to a Plague Tale late. Like I had never even heard of it. Um, and it, it was one of those, it was a game pass discovery. And like, when I looked it up, like the reviews were just off the charts and I was just like, huh? Like how, it's very rare that I miss a game. Like even it, like it's just very rare. Like when I'm bored at work and stuff, that's what I do. Like I check out games, whether they're indie, whether they're AAA, whatever. So the fact that I had never even heard of it was, was rare to me. So I, we check it out and I was like, okay, like, it was an impressive looking game for being a quote double A game, you know. Like I was like, oh, like they got some, they got some skill here, like visual wise. But the gameplay, I was just like, nah, I'm not into it. Like I didn't really like the story. And then after that, you know, like people were like masterpiece, and I'm just like, wait, what? Like did we play the same game? And I, I'm still confused on that one. Yeah, I'm, I'm right there confused with you after the first one because I don't, I don't remember hating the game at all. Um, but I also remember just being like, eh, it's, it's, it's all right, but it's not good enough for me at, at the time. So we definitely both passed on it. That said, there's something about this sequel. I don't know. Like the first, the first one, for whatever reason, the narrative just never grabbed me. And, and, and it could be one of those things where you come to it late. Um, you hear the hype. And you're looking for something specific and maybe you're in, you're in a different headspace at the time, but, um, and, and that's possible, but at the same time, like not masterpiece still like, I don't, right. That, that's where I'm, I'm super confused because the performances are still like, they're not last of us style performances and, and people are, I've seen those comparisons of like, this is like the last of us, but but different. And I'm just like, I don't even like the last of us that much, You're wrong. but, but no, <laughs> like, like, no, I'm, I'm sorry. I just, I don't agree with that in the slightest. So, like, so I actually texted you like a last of us, uh, related, uh, text about 
of the length of this game. So, like, it definitely has Last of Us vibes um, in a good way. And when it comes to, I think we disagree with the voice acting because it may be a matter of perspective in a sense that I think the voice acting is, is really, really good, actually. I like Amicia especially. Um, and a lot of the supporting characters are also very good in the game as well. I think the disconnect happens in when it being a double A game, you know, it's not a huge studio. It's the actual acting that coupled with the voice acting creates this kind of jarring experience where it almost plays better if you're not looking at the character while they're talking because there's no real acting in the character. So it creates this, this weird disconnect where the acting seems a bit off or a bit strange because the voice is doing the voice actors are doing very well, but the character models are stiff as heck. So so that is an issue right off the bat for me. But that said, I don't even remember how that first one ended. But there's something in this in the sequel in Requiem where all of a sudden I liked Amicia a lot. I don't know if it's because she is that version of Ellie that I wanted from Last of Us, where she is she 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 definitely has an arc to her. And it's more of a natural arc that you can, that to me is more believable. All she cares about is her, is a little brother and everyone else can be damned. How loud is that? Uh, I didn't hear anything. Oh, look at this microphone do exceptionally well. I guess her very loud uh, motorcycle. Uh, there, there was like a small like, but that was, oh, it wasn't. Yeah. Um, so, Amicia's growth to me in this game was almost instantly recognizable and I really was sold on the relationship between her and her brother Hugo and Hugo having, I thought they played Hugo very well because I did end up feeling really bad for for, for this kid considering he's murdering thousands of people. And in, in, in most cases, in most video games especially, I'm so um uh the narrative isn't grabbing me, so I'm at, so I'm disconnected and I'm just like, just kill the kid. Nobody cares. <laughs> like <laughs> but but like Hugo is uh they play him up to be a very good kid. And you and I do end up feeling very bad for him and his sister, and I and, and that was the carrot on the stick for me in in, in a requiem. Yeah, like the, I still don't quite know where my disconnect is with that first game. Um, And again, right place, right time, possibly. I just didn't like the characterization of, of Hugo and Amicia. I didn't believe or I didn't buy into the, the, the rat thing of him being, of of him having this, this curse. And I was just like, like that's your that's your mechanic like and i get it exactly and you're trying to write around that and it just didn't do it for me this one like this one starts much stronger than a, that other one i think um 
and yeah, like I'm with you in that Amicia is, she's, she's a very likable character and, but I, I don't agree with the voice acting. I, I just, something about it comes off really stiff to me. And I, I, but I also agree that it, you know, the, the animations are not great either. Like the animations of the faces and all that, like it, it looks old. Yeah. It feels old. I think they're pretty bad um, at times, actually. Yeah. And, but I, the voice acting, I don't know it to me. I almost, I almost wanted to throw it in French cause this is a French studio and, and see if maybe it came off more organically that way. Um, but the thing is like, what I'll say is there, there's also, it, it's very, they clearly put more time into some scenes than others right. when it came to the voice yep. acting, like, like literally the quality of like the audio changes sometimes. And that, that, that's super weird to me. Um, but I digress smaller studio, et cetera, like I can get past it, but no, like the actual story beats of this one hit a little bit more for me. Um, and one, you know, the, that's great. Like it's better in that aspect. I can look at it and I can see the change and I see the betterment of uh, of the studio, et cetera. But like when it comes to gameplay, I, it's still I just don't. It's not hitting for me. Like uh, yeah, it's it's much better than the original. That if I if I remember correctly, um, they add they add a lot more mechanics. I would say there's a lot more you can do in terms of uh, environmental. Uh, mess with the environment and then environmental effects and then creating certain uh, pots and explosives and whatnot. Path, yeah. Your pathways. And, and yeah. like it's, it's, I don't super dislike the, the puzzle elements of it, elements, elements of it. I cannot stand the stealth. That's, that's where it starts to lose me. I agree. Like the, yeah, the self statues are, yeah. are, very tedious to the point where not only are they tedious, but because again, not to beat up on a double A studio, but the AI is just not great. So oh, it, it's, it, it, it's not even that for me. It's the, when you get caught, the game just breaks. Like, like the, everything just breaks down to the point of like, this is, it, it's such a weird thing to talk about in terms of like, cause Splinter Cell is like the only game that I've ever played that I felt like did this type of stealth right. And Hitman sort of did it right. That Hitman Absolution that was like sort of the reboot, not even a reboot, but it was like it was like the new Hitman had this problem of like, I go, I hide behind a thing. I hide in a thing. I snap the guy's neck and I walk away. Like that's that was that entire game. And then the, the actual reboot of Hitman and Hitman 1, 2 and 3 did it much better. Like you were actually blending in and it. And it it, it felt like a natural evolution of those games in a way that you were a secret agent, but you were also a stealth killer and Splinter Cell got a lot of flack when it did that. You know, like when Splinter Cell Conviction came out and you were doing a lot of that and you had sort of the I win button, um, people got really upset at it because it's just like it takes a lot of the skill out of it. I was like, but the thing is, it's more fun. Like, like I'm not against you and saying like, yeah, there's some skill lost, but those games are fun. I don't think this game is fun. Like as soon as everything, if I'm going in stealth and somebody sees me, I cannot tell you how many times in this game, I just start booking it and run away. Like, because it's far easier oh, yeah, to absolutely. just be seen yep. yeah, and run away because if I get caught, it's annoying because all it does is it throws me back about two minutes. I got to watch your stupid cutscene again and then 
rinse and repeat. And I don't even know how I'm seen half the time. Like, I'm just, I don't understand. Like, I don't, like, there's no vision cones that make sense. And I'm just like, dude, like, just let me get past this. And, and sometimes there, I don't know where I'm supposed to go either. Like you can click the left stick yeah. and it's supposed to so, like show you. Oh, it does? I'm like, dude, know that. yeah, like I don't, there was a time I ran around this area and I don't even understand how anybody would organically find out. Like you start in this area and you're supposed to just basically go up and to the left basically. But I don't know why I can go everywhere else in this area. I don't understand. Like I was running all around because I was like, there's no way that the door that I'm supposed to go is 15 feet from where I started, but that's what it wanted you to do. Like, I don't know if I'm just an idiot and I missed something or maybe I triggered something and I was able to run past all these people. And I just, I don't know, but there's been so many times where when I'm seen, I'm just like, do you know what? Screw this. And I just run away and it totally works. <laughs> and it, it, it works every time. Oh, I'm about to say it like, works every time, like to the point where yeah. uh, go, going back on the AI being terrible. Um, the reason I, the stuff broke, the, the stealth broke for me is because I didn't even do stealth. I just ran to the end, like in half the time it works. If you just stealth halfway up and then run the rest, get to that door quick enough and you're fine. Right. And that's, and there, there's no, there's no, there's nothing stopping you getting into that door. Like, you know, there's no, like you, you, you can totally have like 50 people behind you if you want it. As long as you get to the door, you're fine. Um, as long as they're and, not cl- and too you're, close. Cause if they're close enough, they will stop you. But like, again, like by oh, close I, enough, yeah. you're booking it way faster than they, than they could catch you most of the time. Yeah. I, I had no idea. They, I never got stopped at the door. And so, and I, I think the other part is that when I'm seen, it's, I almost wish it was like an instant fail because the fact that I can run away, like it's extremely annoying because there's, there's some enemies that are like heavier than others. If you, if you get seen by just a, a normal guy, you can just take your slingshot, hit him in the face and that's it. Like it's, it's not fun, but at least it's not broken, you know, to where like, it's just over, but those heavier guys, you can try to set them on fire. Even if you do, it doesn't do anything to them. Like it, it slows them down for like 10 seconds. So again, like why even waste the time and the money or the money, the resources on it to, to build these things and then waste them if I can just run away. Yeah. Combat like is only a thing when yeah. they force combat on you. Cause there are a lot of sequences where they just force combat and that's where the combat gets a little more awkward when, yeah. because that when you're forced into this arena type of mode where enemies keep spawning this horde mode in this game it, that exposes a lot of the issues with the combat, but also that doesn't mean the combat's bad either. Because I still think the combat is a, is a great improvement over the over the uh, first one. I think I think the game overall is a, is a, is is an improvement, honestly. But the combat being the one of the bigger ones for me, and the stealth just kind of being there, it's still being. Much to be desired. Stealth in this game uh, boils down to crouching waist-high grass. And that is definitely a 2003 mechanic. Uh, It's almost... But at the same time, I like that... It's a catch-22, because I I guess because the stealth should have... I guess not... It's not that I don't want the stealth in this game, but it just should have been better done better executed because i like the idea of you're playing this smaller frame girl and you can't just ellie your way through a million grown men 
You know, like when you like when you play The Last of Us. Well, when you play the first Last of Us, rather, Ellie, the Ellie, the Ellie sequences are really cool because it feels like you're playing as this little girl. Whereas when you play The Last of Us Two, you're playing Rambo, and there's a little disconnect there for me. Whereas in Plague Tale Requiem, Amicia, as capable as she is, has to be smarter than her enemies. So it creates. So when you do have to kill people in an open field or open area to get through somewhere, the com that's when the combat's actually pretty good or decent. But once you put the combat in a forced situation and this becomes this horde mode, the combat starts to wear on you and you and you can see the cr- the cracks in it very easily. Yeah, yeah, that that yeah, you explained it much better than I did. And yeah, and I agree. And it's luckily like that's not all the game. Like, and I do think it gets better in, in weird ways. Like our like six to 10 of this game, I really enjoyed. I enjoyed the story beats. I enjoyed the puzzles. Like the, the puzzle element, I like a lot more. It's it's very Zelda-like, um, you know, you, you have to figure out where you're going, uh, you know, like, but at the same time, it's also Zelda-like and <laughs> that it's, it's sometimes the puzzles are like, yo, aim up. Okay, like there's a light up there. If you hit it, you'll be fine. I'm like, okay, cool. Like that's that's not a puzzle, you know. Like there's anytime it's just like, hey, you need some light to to walk forward. It's like, okay, let me look three inches to my left. Oh, what do you know? There's a stick here. Hmm. Uh. <laughs> what should I do with this stick that's next to the fire? Hmm. What if I light it? Oh, there you like. It's just like, okay, like I get it, but there are moments of this game when all of like, when it sort of opens up a little bit, it's like, Hey, you've got three different paths that you got to go figure out how to get through all of them. And then you sort of, again, Zelda, like meet back at the middle and then you've got everything you need to progress forward. I like it when it does that. Yeah. And it does that often, which is good. That's where it shines. Um, yeah, for sure. I want more of that. I really do. And again, like hour six to 10, I was into it. I was totally into it, but then it just keeps going. Yes. Like, yes. The game is long man like it is it does it's not like 15 to, to 20 hours yeah like and it you, it, you can tell yeah. where it ends too like like where it could yeah. have ended like there there are whole side quests with characters that we just did not need like you, you can cut four or five hours out of this game just fine and that and that's what and as much as i love the story in this game that's where it really just kind of you starting to it's usually start to wear on me because I got to a sequence near the end where it becomes essentially Resident Evil, the village where you just, not even the village, the one before that, um, where you just run away from uh, an enemy that instantly kills you. Right. And I failed that one too many times. It's not, it's, yeah, it's not fun. It's just it, not it's, fun. It's really not fun. It's, it's, yeah. And it's, and what makes it so much worse is that it's, at a point of the game where you know it's at the end. Right. It's like, why are you doing this to me now? I just want like, just let me end this game. And and not even in the, I'm so sick of this game, but you're making me sick of this game. Like, I'm only in this because I want to see what happens to Hugo at this point. You're delaying the inevitable here with this right. terrible boss battle, this, 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 this boring mechanic, this, this, this tedious uh, area. Like, they really 
I felt like it was a case of uh, adult developers really padding it out in the sense that it says to compete with like a triple A game. Like triple A games is super long. So we got to be super long. Like it's like, I feel like this game could have right. been oh, yeah. much better if you could cut out about five hours of it. Yeah. And like I said, like that, that whole mechanic of, of, of running away from that, that, that boss, whatever you want to call it. Like you spent time, you spent resources on it. You got to put it in the game. Right. And like, I, I'm not a developer again. I've, I've, how many times have I said that? Take a shot every time I've said that. Um, so who knows? Like, you know, it, maybe they thought it was better, but in practice it wasn't. But at the same time you spent time, you know, it, you made this decision. I don't agree with it, but maybe someone likes it kind of thing. Um, but either way, I think you still could have included that. And, and if you pulled that entire section out, I'd be fine with it. But even if you shorted some of the other sections that, that don't play as well, I think you, I think it makes the overall product better. Like oh, this absolutely. isn't an instance to where, yeah, like sometimes when a game's too long, it's just like, like I've seen everything this game has to offer and it's it's building upon itself in a way that like even by the like doom eternal is too long i absolutely love doom eternal but by the end of that game it's too long like i've seen everything that the game has to offer and it's still building upon its skills for me to where i i'm i'm, I'm trying to get to the end and i have to keep refining my skills this is the opposite of that it's like you you've shown me everything you have to offer and i'm not building anything and now you're just kind of throwing stuff at me that is just different and I'm not really using any of my previous skills. It's now just kind of different and weird. Like, so it's, it's just, it's, it's a very strange, I wouldn't even call it pacing, but it's kind of is, it's kind of a weird pacing thing. And it, I don't think it breaks the game. I still enjoyed it, but it's, it's, it's one of the weirder feelings that I've had about mechanics of a game. Yeah. Especially in a game where I feel like they did a, they did very well breaking breaking things up between the sort of sandboxy mode of getting through and the more linear mode of getting through or the uh, linear stealth missions or the, um, or the uh, just kind of horror mode uh, combat situations. I even enjoyed, again, they did it probably one or two many, one or two too many times. But I even really enjoyed the um, Crash Bandicoot sequences, like especially up yeah. front or or certain ones, like they were really kind of engaging. But then it's like, oh, we're doing this again. All right, like we, I, I, I get it. Like, but it's, it, it gave me flashbacks to Tomb Raider twenty thirteen. Yes, that reboot. Yes, because it that game did that a lot for some. Yes. It was just like, it was super weird, and I, I don't, I don't, I don't think Rise or Shadow had that. At, all i could be wrong i want to say no but that's yeah that, yeah it's weird but no yeah, it very much reminded me of that it's just like look this is cinematic and it's just like uh you like indiana jones right and it's like not really. <laughs> like, <laughs> i do when i was seven but <laughs> yeah i don't yeah it's fine i don't know but yeah it's i'm not mad at the game but like it's 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 frustrating because i feel like it just need to be a little bit more play tested and and just be like you know what like let's just take this out like this isn't this isn't adding to it and it, like you said it, it seems like it, it's it's there sometimes just to hit a, a higher hour count and i think we're i think people in general in the gaming community are really finally starting to hit that point of just like sometimes less is more like i understand that things are weird with game prices and prices going up and all that stuff and it's like well you got to fill that hour count but i'm seeing less and less of that like i need this to be 
th- this argument that our Assassin's Creed people asked for it to be 200 hours long because they kept buying them is not found in evidence, in my opinion. Like, I don't know anybody that's ever been like, oh, this game's only 65 hours. Not not for me. Like, I only I'm only going to play games if they're 600 hours long. Like, maybe there's one in a thousand of those people. But this seems like a game that is padded and it doesn't really need to be. I don't think anybody this game was three hours shorter. I don't think anybody would be like, oh, I can't believe they charge $50 for this thing. Like, that's insane. So. No, that's where I'm annoyed with it. No, absolutely. I, th- I think actually that applies to every aspect of Plague Sale Requiem. From the gameplay to the story to the mechanics, I think everything overstays is welcome just a little bit too long. And if you just cut out a third, a quarter of, 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 of each of one of those things, I think you have a much tighter experience. That said, I still enjoy it. For whatever reason, again... Like you said up at the top, I don't know why I bounced so hard off the first one because something happens in this one where story-wise and character-wise, I'm like, I'm all in right now. Like, do I get to save the kid? Like, what's going on? Like, like do I do I, do I find a cure? Like, was like what was what's happening here? Like, like I was I was completely uh, engrossed with the, with the uh, story and the plot line and the and even the characters. I think. I think it's going to have, and you, you were texting me the uh, during the week about how people are still calling this and every other game a masterpiece. This is one of those cases where I can see a lot of people getting to the end of this and just having a huge heartbreak, just bawling. Like this is an emotional story, an emotional tale, and. I can see it hitting a lot of people's heartstrings, and I, th- and because of that, it's a masterpiece. They completely ignore the overdone self mission, overdone stealth missions, the the bad AI, the, the 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 terrible boss fights. A plague tale, a plague tale requiem has a lot of flaws in it, but I feel like the overall package. What they wanted to do, the story, rather the story they wanted to tell was so uh, engrossing that I feel like they nailed a good part of the, what they wanted to do. But again, I guess it being a double A studio as well, not everything's going to be a banger. Yeah, and it, and it I think the other part is is um, a, a disconnect for me in that, like everything you said, yes, I agree with, but the game also gets praised for its, its visuals. And I think for me, like the game looks good. Like I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and be a snob. Like this, like I, we've talked about it before. I was like from a smaller studio, like this game looks incredible, but it maybe I'm just not impressed with high fidelity graphics anymore. When, when animations and stuff just stick out. That's where, yeah, that's where, that's where they should spend most of the time. Because I feel like I really do enjoy the, art style of it i like the way amicia looks I like the way hugo looks I like the way the world looks is a bit dingy just a little bit dirty yeah um but graphically i just don't care about i just like it's like you said like even even if i do like the voice acting amicia's mouth doesn't move when she's talking so i don't right. so what's the point of having these high fidelity, high fidelity graphics if people aren't moving correctly yeah. And like, and every time it does like one of those, you know, the, 
open the door and the sun's shining and, and, and you, oh, like, oh, look at this giant vista. I'm like, yeah, this looks awesome. Like this, like this looks crazy good. But for like 10 seconds. And then, you know, like it just, it doesn't break me, but I just, I get sort of, um, maybe confused isn't the word. I just, it's in, it, it almost feels incomplete to me. Like it can, you can push as many polygons as you want, but if, if the animations and, and everything else isn't cohesive enough, like it doesn't break it for me, but I'm just like, I, I can't call it amazing looking because to me, that's, that's the whole package. And so I, and a lot of people seem to be really enthralled with that aspect of like, just look at it. And I'm just like, yeah, it looks good, but <laughs> whatever. Um, that sort of thing. And so did you play on PC or what did you play on? I played on Xbox Series X. Okay. So yeah. And so I did have, I have a 120 Hertz screen, so I was playing the 40 Hertz mode and, um, I don't, I don't, what, what were you playing on in terms of uh screen? Uh, just my 4k, not, not the, uh, the good TV in the living room. Not the OLED. You're insane. Um, the, the whole 40 frames thing, like it makes sense. Like if you're not familiar with it, um, basically what it does is it, it, because of the refresh rate of 120 Hertz, it, it, it's a little bit smoother. There's less judder. Uh, and the big thing is, is input latency is, is much better on 40 Hertz. However, that's if it's a stable 40 Hertz, this game is not stable. It really isn't. It, it, it does not have violent drops, but it has enough drops that even with VRR, which I have on, um, the only reason I, I know this is because I had it off for a certain reason. And I was like, wow, this is really stuttery. I was like, what's going on? And I hopped in. I was like, oh, I don't have VRR on. So like, I don't know if this is a slide against it. If for some odd reason you have a 120 hertz frame display and you don't have VRR, you're, you're in for a bad time. If you have VRR, it, it helps significantly and it smooths it out. It's a little bit better, but it, it, am I crazy? Like this game looks weird at times in motion. Like when you, when you pan the camera, we, yeah, it just you like, screen the camera. That's 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 when it kicks yeah. in. Like it's weird. Like there's like a weird judder that happens, almost like it. Like the game's not keeping up with itself, and I, maybe it's just with my eyes. I'm not sure. Yeah, um, because like I was able to look pa- when, look when, past it. When the rats come on, it's but, not a big deal for some reason. And I feel like that was supposed to be when the big yeah, drift, the frame drops happen. Yeah, but like that, that's a good point. The rat, yeah. Like all these rats and stuff, not a problem. But the, the second I swing that camera around too fast, apparently it's like, Whoa, what are we doing here? Everybody relax. Yeah, that's weird. It's just, it's weird. Um, like I said, if you have VRR and 120 Hertz, you know, I, I think you're in for a much better time. Um, doesn't break it or anything. Again, it's, it's just weird. Like everything else that I find weird about this game, it, it just kind of plays into that. So when it comes to, to game pass or pass though, um, I'm, I'm for it. It's, it's a soft yes for me. It's not a home run, but I am for it. I will echo those statements. It's another, another soft yes. Cause it has, it has enough issues in it to, again, it's not the masterpiece that people want you to believe it is, but it's also worth playing. I think it's, I think the, again, that first game, the narrative, the characters I don't know why bounced off of it pretty hard, pretty quickly, but the second one, I think it starts off a lot better. I think it ends a lot stronger. So absolutely uh, pass it on to a friend. There you go. Have a good time. And I, and I will say if you are an Atmos player um, or DTS, DTSX, uh, pretty good 3d audio, not amazing, 
Um, you can really feel it in the the uh, kind of the earlier parts of the game are a little bit better with it than the later because you have a lot more characters on screen like you in the I guess small spoiler alert like you go through like a, a marketplace basically and it's pretty cool like you can kind of feel everything around you um, but it also has this weird thing where sometimes the voices come from the Atmos which is weird like if, if you've ever played with like real Atmos like usually doesn't do that unless it's like a voice of God or something like that but it, sometimes the characters are having conversations and it'll come from the front and then it'll come above you. And it's really weird when that happens, but uh, it's kind of cool. Like when you have the rats and stuff above you, like it's again, not a home run kind of weird, but it does support it, which is cool. So there you go. When it comes to a plague tale requiem, play it, pass it on, have a good time. I think, I think you could even say um, if you did not play the first one and you're kind of like, I should play it. Like, I think you can skip it. I really do. I, I don't think you're, yeah, I, I don't think like we have a better appreciation for the characters. Yes, but I don't think it's mandatory that you play the first one. I don't you'll, think you'll so either. Now you said that, like, I don't because yeah. I don't remember. I, again, I don't remember how the first one even ended. So and I, you don't need to like you really don't. So. But all right. Uh, five, seven, four, six, five, one, nine, two, five, six. You can shoot us a voicemail or text message. Let us know what you think about the game or anything else you want to talk about. Uh, gpopfans at gmail.com you can leave us a review on itunes spotify wherever you want all the fun stuff it's all there when it comes to the future of this show uh we do have a sponsored episode coming up about call of duty black nope black uh modern warfare 2 Ooh, black right. modern warfare 2 that that's the that's the the new version um that uh, we were provided review codes full disclosure so we're going to do episode on that bonus episode uh, i'm going to be playing some ghost song i definitely want to check that out that looks really cool uh, we're going to be playing some Phantom Abyss that I'm going to make Basher play. And uh, Pentiment's coming out, and that looks pretty sweet, too. Uh, anything on, on these lists that have hit that you're you're looking at? Uh, not yet. Uh, there is... Yeah, you don't want to play Amnesia? Oh, God, no. I mean, by the way, love that first Amnesia. Sure. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> after that, I was just kind of like, oh, the, the birth of the walking simulator. Got it. I'm out. Oh. All right, then tell me how you really feel. So um, and then, you know what, that 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 might take us to the end of the end of the year time. You know, so we, we, we take the last couple of weeks to do our game of the year. So only got about four or five games left for this year. Proteus, that's the other one. You got to play Proteus because we're going to talk about Proteus. So do that's the next four or five pixels. games. So I will I will I will murder you in the streets. All right. That's <laughs> going to do for this episode of Game Pass or Pass. We'll see you next time with a game. Good day, sirs.